to every person that raised their hand and to those who did not raise their hand, I'm going to ask you if you will do something for me, not for me alone, but for yourself and for God mainly. As soon as the service is over, the prayer for the sick, will you come up around the altar here? If you're a Christian, when you raise your hand and in your heart accept Christ, you become a live person. God's word is true. He that heareth my word and believeth on him is something half that present in eternal life. Now that what you need, you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit to put you in the body of believers. You believed unto life, but now God baptizes you with the Holy Ghost in the church for service. Now, that may be just a little contrary to say this, but I didn't mean to say it, but I sometimes learn uh, don't say this. Well, anyhow, you come to Christ. Just believe the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart. And believe with all your soul. And the pastor is where you belong. Now, if you don't belong to any church, look at them here behind me. If I lived in this city and was like you around where these ministers are, they believe in this type of ministry, or they wouldn't be here to represent it. They believe it. Now you go to them, shake your hands with the pastor, and say, Pastor, I want you to baptize me. Now I want you to instruct me how I must receive the Holy Spirit. I want to become a real, true, baptized saint of God. I, and they'll instruct you. They know how to do it. And you go, if you want to do that for me now, and when I come back, I want to shake your hand and say, Oh, Brother Brown, I'm so happy. I was burdened and out of the world and so many things were so wrong with me. But now I'm it's all over and I'm happy and free. I belong to this fine church down here and, they, and they're teaching me divine healing and the powers of God. And I'm just enjoying myself so much. I want you to do that. Tell us, children, on the Lord with me now to glory. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. We're not here to harm one another. We're here to help one another. We're here to go along. Now, I was sitting in a wheelchair, a young fellow, a little boy sitting here. My, I wonder if that would be There may be people back there with more serious things than that, maybe with heart trouble, could have died in the next few days. Maybe someone with cancer passed on. Oh my, something isn't done, they're going to die. The doctors are looking at that. I can't do no more. It's between you and God now. And the doctor's done all he can do, then I come to try to help you to get to God. See? Not to take you away from your doctor, not to take you away from your church, but to help bring you to Christ so you can believe. And he's done so many things, Christian. I, I just believe he does all things for you. That's why I'm here to help you. Now, I can give you there, this boy here, any of you out there that's suffering and sick, Wish I could do it. If I could do it, I sure do it. You believe that, don't you? But I can't. I'm just a man. But by the grace of God, He has given me a gift to see vision. And that was only done not because I merited it. That I wish I could say for any good preacher to go out and preach and just walk out right now and make my altar call. You don't go over the sorrows you go with this. You just don't understand. Five years ago, six years ago, I was strong, shoulders straight. Once had the Bantamweight Championship of the three states. Full head of hair, not a wrinkle in my face. About five years has done for me. 
Then, what will another five do? But here's what it is. When the year comes, I've done fought my last battle, preached my last sermon, and I stand where the believers are dashing against my soul, and I know I'm going. I want to stick the old sheep back in the shield. They off my elements. Say, God, send out the life for I'm coming home this morning. You need it, that's all right. And I want to meet you. Sit down by the evergreen trees so the angelic choir is singing all the time, but there's no night. It's all day. I want to be saying, say, oh, brother, come in. You might want to do a lot of foreign things, but I heard one day, I watched Christ work by you, and I believe that here I am. I'm so happy. Oh, how good that be then? They come over to my house, I'll be here on the hill, visiting me just a thousand years, you see. I won't be very long, just a thousand years, that's my thing. That's what I want to do. That's why I'm gradually dying as I am. But it's for his glory, and I love to do it. Wish I had a thousand eyes I could live for him. Now, I forgot to ask, what did he ask? It's the prayer card. How many? One hundred. One to a hundred. Feel the sign of the sun. Now it's for a little while, and I'm going to be the vine, and you're going to be the branches. Now the, the vine only energizes the branch. The, the vine doesn't bear fruit. The branch bears fruit. How many knows that? You don't pick it off the vine, you pick it off of the branch. And who is the branch? The church is the brain. Well, now, if the line, if the vine has a certain life in it, won't that same life be in the branch? Is that right? Got to be. Wish you had time to preach that unconditional covenant to you for a few days and show you just how God gets into that branch and what kind of fruit it is. Notice, though when he was here on earth, he was the vine. And when he's gone away, he's still the vine and made us the branches. Now, he doesn't have any eyes on earth but yours, mine. No hands but mine and yours. We are his mouthpiece, earpiece, and eyes and so forth of the earth. Is that right? Because his literal, physical body sets at the right hand of God the Father on the throne of God in heaven as a, a mediator or an offering, a sacrifice. And there's no other mediator between God and man but that man Christ Jesus. You get that? No other mediator, no saint or nothing else, no man, no nobody but Jesus Christ himself. He's the mediator between God and man. The Bible says that. Now why? What kind of works did he do here on earth? Let's follow you and see what he did then. One of his first miracles performed after laying hands on some sick, one of his disciples, now this is for the newcomers, went over and, for the name of Philip, went over and found Nathaniel praying under a tree several miles from him, brought the man back, and the man said, when Philip saw him, he said, Come see who we found, Jesus of Nazareth. And this man from the Orthodox Church raised up and said, Could any good thing come out of Nazareth? He said, Come see. That's the best answer I know to give anybody. Come and see, find out for yourself. If you don't believe Jesus was raised from the dead, come and find out. 
I've challenged that before. Hundreds of thousands of heathen witch doctors, devil workers, fire eaters, never has he failed. And he never will. He can. God. And they come see. So you, they went along the road talking. He said, I'll tell you, as we went along, you know the Messiah was supposed to do signs and wonders. Yes, this is him. Wait till I get there and see. They walk right up in the crowd, standing like you are there. Jesus praying for the sick. Jesus looked around and said, Behold, there's an Israelite in him. There's no God. Well, how do you know he was a believer? What astonished you? He said, Rabbi, when did you know me? Oh, he said, when Philip, before Philip called you, when you were under the tree praying, I saw you. And the Jews were standing there. The priests and the Orthodox from the big church, real scholars and educated men out of seminary, they said, that's the devil. That's Beelzebub. He's the chief of all the fortune tellers. And that's what's doing it. Jesus said, you can speak that against me, it'll be forgiven. But when the Holy Ghost comes and does the same work, you speak one word against that, it'll never be forgiven in this world the world will come. But what did the man do to Samuel when he heard that? He said, Rabbi, thou art the king of Israel, you are the son of God. He recognized that that was the word of God. By doing that sign. If that would be the sign of the Son of God saying, and he's raised from the dead, would not that be the sign of the Son of God the day after he promised he would do the same thing? When the woman at the well was told of her sin, she's just a woman. Jesus went to talking to her. He talked to her lengthy. And he said, Go get your husband. He found her trouble. She said, Don't have any husband. He said, You got five. She said, now listen, sir, I perceive that you're a prophet. She said, now we know that when the Messiah comes, he'll do these things. You tell us all things. But who are you? Jesus said, I'm me. It speaks to you. Look, if that was a sign of the Messiah for the Jews, it was a sign of the Messiah also when he was sure on earth, for the Samaritans, there's only one left for the science. That's the Gentiles. Jesus is killed before, and sacrifice is made before the Gentiles, and Paul and Peter and those come along vindicating with the same sign of the resurrected Lord Jesus. If that was the sign of the Messiah then, it's the sign of the Messiah today. Now, how many newcomers... First time being here, if Jesus will come to this platform and do the very same thing that he did back there, and look, now you say Jesus healed everybody. You're mistaken. He didn't heal everybody. Certainly he didn't. He went through a pool of people. The Bible says, St. John 5, a great multitude, thousands of lame, all blind, withered, twisted. Waiting for the moving of the water. And Jesus went right through that crowd. He's seen a vision where God had showed him someone laying on a pallet. Went over there and healed him, turned around and walked away. That's scripture? Certainly is. And the Jews questioned him. They questioned him today. Well, watch what he said, St. John 5, 19. He said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing in himself. 
but what he sees the Father doing. That gives the Son like God. Is that right? St. John 5, 19. Now, he'll do the same today. Now, let me say just one more thing. If there would be a chance of speech in the name of Jesus Christ, you're not understanding, you'll have to take my word. But if the Holy Spirit comes today and performs the work that he did, do you realize that unclean spirits and things will leave people? Do you realize that you're an open sepulcher for them? Do you want diseases going from one to another? You remember the other night when we talked what it was? It's spiritual. Cancer is about a live matter. It's a life. Certainly it is. It's got a master behind it. The devil. Jesus said so. All kinds of diseases. Demons. And if you are unbelieving or critical, I ask you as a friend of Christ, don't stay any longer in the meeting. I go out. Because you are, I haven't time to explain it to you, but there's hundreds of people today that's been in the meeting and stricken down with cancer and paralyzed and some of them insane and in the institutions and so forth, or spirits that left one to the other. Notice that. I have their names with seals on it by notary public and so forth. That is true. So now, don't, don't be critical. Believe. If you can't believe, then I believe that as you heard the message, may sometime the Lord Jesus bless you and bring you to another meeting. Now, we shall pray. And now, Father dear, all the words I would say to the evening wouldn't amount to as much as one word you would say. My word is just the servant's word. Your word is the word of the master. And Father dear, I have tried to say to this your heritage that you have died for them to save them and to heal them. And if they will only believe you and believe that you are alive today and not dead, and you're here, raised from the dead, and performing the same things that you did. No man can never raise above that to do what God anoints and shows what to do. Then, Father, I pray that this city and these people that you've given to me today to teach you, that there will never be another doubt in their heart, that they will believe in you today with all their heart. And these newborn babes that just come to you, God, speak to their hearts definitely now and let them know that the Jesus that they just accepted is the live one, the one who will never die no more, and will come someday to take all that has their name on his book to a better world where we'll live, eat, drink, build houses and inhabit it, and enjoy ourselves together with him forever and ever. Now, Father, will you anoint your unprofitable servant? As I yield myself to your spirit, may you use these unworthy hands, unworthy lips, unworthy eyes for your service. But God, I am so unworthy. But if you look for worthiness, where would you find it? It's not on earth, Lord. There's no one worthy. But it's the grace of Jesus 
the Son of God who has granted this to the people, knowing that the Scriptures must be fulfilled. These I commit into your hands, Father. May you reap the results and help thou me in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord be with you. Usually the meetings have me in such a condition to already know where I am. I've enjoyed being here. God be with you till we meet again. Pray for me. Now we will pray for the sick. You bring us the person. God, in this prayer line, are you all strangers to me? How many here are strangers to me? Let's see your hands. Everybody. You're everyone stranger. Knowing one person in the building I know, and that's this boy sitting there and this one standing here. And my boy's here somewhere. He's around here somewhere, my boy. And I know this is the pastor standing here. Brother Dixie. Outside of that, there's a stranger. I don't know you. But God knows you. Now, I wish I could do something for you people sitting here. I see, maybe if you don't have prayer cards, either if your number wasn't called. You don't have to have prayer cards. Let me show you. How many here doesn't have prayer cards and wants to be healed? Raise your hand. So you don't have to have prayer cards, you have to have faith. Now, Jesus is the same. The only thing that I do is to yield myself to him, his spirit. Thomas, it's not my gospel, it's his. It's not my word at stake, it's his. So, I will not fear, he'll do all things well. Now, here's a lady standing here. If you wish, Jesus, come up just a little closer, lady. You and I being perfectly strangers to each other, I suppose. First time we've ever met us in this place together in life. If that's all, raise up your hand. <clears throat> now, a woman standing here for some purpose. I don't know. God knows I don't know. But He knows this woman. And now, what if it was exactly the same thing if this woman was just like the woman who came to the well where Jesus Christ was sitting up against the side of the well? What would he do to this woman? Now, what if the woman's sick? She might not be. But what if she is sick? Could, if Jesus is standing here with this suit on that he gave me, could he heal the woman? He can't. No, he couldn't. He couldn't do it twice. He's done it once. When he died, he Calvary. Do you believe that? See, you wasn't saved last week. You wasn't saved five minutes ago. You were saved 1900 years ago when Jesus saved the Christ for you. You accepted it five minutes ago. Same thing with healing. Now, but if he being the resurrected Son of God, and he was standing here in a corporal body like mine, he would take the woman and say, Oh, Jesus, I want you to heal me. You know what he'd say? I did that when I died for you. Don't you believe my vicarious suffering and death at Calvary that I was wounded for your transgressions and with my stripes you were healed? That's all he could say. If he'd done anything more, he'd break the gospel. Is that right, Minister? He'd break the gospel. He couldn't. It's already finished. Everything a Christian has is his faith resting in the finished works of Calvary. Everything was finished and completed, and we rest our faith in the finished work. 
Any gift that says anything different from that, don't believe it. It's not of God. Well, therefore the price was paid, therefore everything was finished, right there. But I said gift in the church. Now, if this woman, me talking to her, just to carry a conversation like Jesus, the angel of the Lord, I've brought up to you here this morning on something. Have you got one here, sir? It's in one of the pictures. Have you got one, Gene? That's just a portion of it on there, Sonny. Um, that was taken. It's just the end of it. Anybody got one of the pictures in hand? We won't sell on Sunday, that's all. But we got it here. Kings in Washington, D.C. and copyrighted and it was taken in Houston, Texas. It's taken again in Germany. It was taken again at Little Rock, Arkansas. And it's been taken many times. And that same angel of God is not five feet from where I'm standing right now. Brian. That's the reason I feel satisfied. He's here. I wouldn't make a challenge like that if I didn't know he was here. But making a challenge like that was the purchase of Christ's blood before me. You have to know what you're speaking of. Now, if he speaks, then that's him. You can doubt me. It's all right. But if you doubt him, you'll repent for it or never see him. That's right. And if you make fun of it or criticize it, there's never forgiveness in this world or world to come, says Jesus. That's clear thing to think. Now, sister, me not knowing you, the reason I called you sister, because you are a believer, your spirit, as I witness to you, feels welcome. So then you're not a critic. You are here for help. And I don't know you. But if Jesus Christ will tell me what you are here for, Will you accept it just like the woman at the well said, Why, well, you must be a prophet? And we know that when Jesus comes, or Christ will do these things, then if he's raised from the dead, as I said in my sermon, then he's here, as the Bible says, brother, that he's raised from the dead to do the same things, then you know the resurrected Jesus is here. Will the rest of you believe with all your heart? Would you believe on a special lady? Will you believe in the wheelchair there? Will you believe over here, all of you? The woman now perfectly strange, we don't know one another, and I'm trusting in him. Now, I go to meet her in a way of faith, in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, if the operator will watch the microphone, I don't know just how loud I'm speaking at times for the audience to hear it or not. That's between God. The woman is aware that something's going on. She knows that she's in the presence of something besides a man or a brother. It's the presence of God called between me and her now sends that fire whirling around. The woman is very conscious of it. If she can raise her hand at this time, if you're conscious of that. The lady is suffering, I see her, with a, a mental nervousness. She's all upset about something. And I see her getting something on her arm. Oh, it's, it's a blood check and it's a high blood pressure she's got. And she's got, I see them look over the heart. With the garment looking over the heart here, it's a heart trouble. Got a heart trouble too. And then there's something that's looking in the throat. It's a growth on the inside of your throat. That's thus saith the law. Now you know whether that's true or not. 
You're the witness of that. Is it true? Now, do you believe that Jesus, now you know something has to come here to tell me that. Is that right? Do you believe that it's the Son of God in His resurrection power to fulfill His words? Do you believe that? Amen. Then do you accept me now as your healer? Amen. Then, Lord God of heaven and earth, I now condemn the disease of this believer's body and ask for her healing in Jesus Christ's name. Glory, rejoice, and be happy, be over your sickness. Amen. Do you believe or the sinner? You know, they might be just that one woman. You say, maybe she come with me. I don't know the woman. Now, the man before me is a stranger. I don't know him. I've never seen him. Is that right, sir? If it is, raise your hand. The man is a stranger. Not a stranger before God. Now, sir, you're here for something. Who's in your heart? I don't know. But if God will reveal it, will you accept it? You're very seriously sick. There's a dark shadow over you. There's two of them. One of them is the spirit of epilepsy. And the other one is the condition of the stomach. It's causing hemorrhages to break forth. I see a doctor examining. Look at that stomach. And he says that it's even as bad as cancer in your stomach. That's what he told you. That's exactly. Are you believers? Will you accept it? Then go in the name of Jesus Christ. Have faith in God. No doubt. Believe all things are possible. Now, I cannot heal. It's your faith in God that does the healing. The lady before me being a stranger that I have never seen, I suppose. Are we strange? Perfect strangers. Have faith in God. Don't die. Now, there's people out there, see, their faith operates the same as you. I'm sending you out if I can, you see, to talk to you. But their faith is one, just like your faith will have to operate. It's not me. <laughs> I, I, I'm not him. I don't know, you see. It takes your faith in me to believe that, see. Just like their faith is leading, and it's just pulling everywhere. But maybe if I can just keep your spirit in line. You're very weak, and you've been somewhere to a place where they've had you in bed. It's a hospital. You just come from a hospital. We're trying to set you in awful weak condition. That's just faith for the Holy Spirit. Do you believe now? You believe it, God? You're supposed to go back, but you won't have to if you believe with all your heart. Will you believe it? Lord Jesus, I bless the Father of God and condemn the enemy in Jesus' name. Have a good prayer, sister. Believe on me now, Lord, and worship him in the Spirit. Amen.
Now you're just bleeding everywhere. Would you bring the doctor or whoever? Nervous, aren't you? You're looking just straight at me, your arms folded, but you're suffering with a nervous trouble. You were praying, wasn't you, that God would make me speak to you. You promised God, if I would speak to you, you'd believe in me. Is that not as much your prayer? That's that raise your hand. How do I know your prayer? Mm-hmm. No, right? You're a hero. I wonder now if you'd do a favor for me. Do you believe now that the nervous has gone from you? There's a lady sitting right next to you with cancer. Drunk. Is that right, lady? Now you lay your hand over on her. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of the Holy Child Jesus, let's put his hands today, Lord. In power and faith, and condemn what practice over us. And may she be healed through Jesus Christ's name. Amen. If thou canst believe, oh, I challenge your faith. Now, now, I take every spirit under my control in the name of Jesus Christ. You'll believe on him. Don't you doubt. Get all that funny feeling away from you. That's the only thing keeps you from being made well. You believe God will heal you that God by the trouble sitting right back there? You believe with all your heart? Will you accept it? You will, you can have it all. I bless you. Raise your hand. You don't need your prayer. You don't need any prayer cards. You need faith. I've seen the woman when she was trying to eat, it was coming back up in her mouth and just uh, the gall and stuff in her throat. That's right, is it, lady? Raise your hand. It's all gone now. Your faith. What did you say? The same like the woman touched the hem of his garment? Well, you said she touched his garment, but the Bible says he's a high priest that can be touched. By the feeling of our infirmities. Tell him what's wrong with you. It's free that I can in prayer and say, Lord, heal me. Watch what he'll do. That's Jesus. He's raised from the dead. He's the living Jesus. Oh, God, my mind. Oh, what is more people, millions in the world, more worthy of the task of, it, of proclaiming Jesus Christ than I am. That's true. I'm nothing. The least among you are born out of season, unless you pull gospel people out of the basket. And you don't know about the scripture maybe than I do, but I know the author of it real good. And I know that he's here. sitting down there, praying you ain't got a stomach trouble and wants God to heal you. You're reading your mind, but that's the truth. 
You're praying for God to, you said, Lord, just speak to me. Is that right? If it didn't wave your hand, the lady that, but funny trouble, you're healed. Oh, wow. There's something going on, or go eat your hamburger. It's all right. Your faith has healed you. I have nothing to do with it. I don't know. you never seen you. But your faith touched him, and he spoke. I saw a vision break over you. Can you try to hold your food in your mouth with your hand? It's a pesticide ulcer. But it's over now. You're going to be well. And, oh, wonderful. Sir? The man just pulled himself in front of you. He got a hurry now. But do you believe God will make you well? Hallelujah! Oh, <laughs> it was his face that did that. God be saved. If thou canst believe, all things are possible. But you must believe. How do you do, lady? You believe me to be his servant? You know that I have, I don't know you. But Christ knows you. Now it's going to be your attitude towards him. And it's, he said, if you get the people to believe you, not believe me as him, but believe that I am here under his order. I never come myself. He brought me here. I can't do nothing for you. Only thing I can tell you is what has been done for you. And if I tell you as a man, then you still could believe that by your preacher. Because you're a Christian. And they have the Spirit of God. But you're wanting help. Just a little boost in faith. Now, if God will explain to me what you're here for, will you accept it and believe it? You will? The first place, as the woman is leaving me, I see her at a table. And she's refusing to eat because she has stomach trouble. And she's at a place where there's somebody looking through her into her bowels. It's a doctor. And he says she's got a, something wrong in the colon. He calls it a stoppage or a block or something in the colon. The doctor did. I see it on the paper that he was writing on. That's right. That's thus saith the Lord. There's two of them who saw it that. That's right. Two, two of them. Do you believe me to be his prophet? Now, here's another thing. I see someone standing by you. It's a child. Little fellow about ten years old. And he's here with you today. And he suffers with a migraine headache. That's right. Amen. I'll take that handkerchief in your hand and lay it on him. And it is to leave him. Go in peace and may the Lord be Don't fear, mother. Please. Amen. Have faith. Have faith in God. Don't doubt. How do you do, sir? 
We're strangers to each other. You believe? Oh, my. Be ready now. Something happened. If I could only find it. See you again, sir. Push your wine glasses, your eyes are bad, or you wouldn't have glasses on. Of course, the man of your age, actually, has had reading glasses. As you pass 40 years of age, your eyeballs are actually get black. You have reading glasses after that, but your eyes are bad. But I see someone up here dying. It's a woman. You're standing for someone else. That's your wife. And she's not here. And she's suffering with arthritis. That handkerchief that you wipe the tears from your eyes, let's go lay it on her. Believe that she will be proud of her in the name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you, my brother. Don't fear. Christ may go well, you do, you can have what you ask for. The elderly gentleman has faith in God. You do? Then you can have what you ask for. God bless you. Maybe you're elderly. Something's happened to you too, hasn't it? He's here now. Your ears come open. I trust you find your one as well. May the Lord bless you, my dear brother. Let's say praise the Lord. Thank you. 
All right. He's an alcoholic. But he'll smoke. Take your hand just to cut it and kill it. Once you got your hand, when the Holy Ghost struck you. Oh, the next thing there, that rupture, she'd like to be well too, wouldn't you, lady? The man that just jumped and shook his head, he thought it was nervous, and he'd like to get well too. The man that just got his hands had an eye covered for a long time, he wouldn't get a rest, he knows it's there. You can't hide it, you are. There's rivalry. I don't know you. Never seen you. But God does know you. Look at me. Believe. You've been away for an examination or something. And they examined the chest. And they found the question. Blind. Chest x-ray. And you got to go back. Well, I see a man appear. And that man is relation to you by marriage. He's a brother in He has kidney trouble. He's stomach trouble. That's just there the law. Now it's your faith in your belief. They go in and see what she's asked for and lay the hands upon the other party's body in the name of the Lord Jesus. That's right. Hey, the thing that you had is killing more people than anything. Heart trouble. But how many people out there got heart trouble? Let's see your hands. You can be healed the same way she's healed if you believe it. Do you believe it? Then raise your hands and hold your hands. Dear God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, the Son of God, I condemn this enemy. You can puzzle the doctors, but you never puzzle God. Come out of that. In the name of Jesus Christ, may you go. God bless you, lady. And faith, I believe. You believe? There's just some stuff in there, cancer that God can heal. There's no job for him to heal cancer. If you believe every person with cancer, raise your hand now. Be ready for your healing. Listen, sister. I have never in my life gone around my hand on a Bible, ever seen anybody stand here without something happened to him. He promised it. Now, by God's grace, I tell you this now, but your things coming here, the cancer's gone from you now. But now, if you just keep believing, I'll go ask you something. As soon as I spoke, you come up here a strange feeling structure. If that's right, raise your hand. That's when the cancer right? See? Now, it's gone now, but he'll walk in God's places and try to return. Ask your pastor, he's been instructed as he did the other night. Now go believing with all your heart and be well. And to confirm this, I lay my hands on this mother in the name of Jesus Christ and ask that the power of the devil will stay off of her. Amen. Go believing now. Have his faith. Mm. 
you believe me to be God's prophet, uh, God's servant? I'm not beside myself, but if God will tell me what's your trouble, I'm just getting so weak, I can't look much more. Would you believe? Then go eat your dinner, your stomach trouble left me. That's what it was. Have faith in God. What if I told you your back trouble left you when you were standing right down there? Would you believe it? Thank God. Have faith in God. You're up to an operation. Take that tumor out. But God can heal you. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? When they see your healing,
Will you people hear me? We're going to stand still for things. Let's turn on to another dimension, into another world. See, when the spirit begins to anoint on us, I would see what things are on the picture there. The screen watching the BC and the FBI and stand up as the only supernatural thing that ever seems to be taken. Just find out. It's George J. Lacey, the head of the FBI, and just find out his name and address and so forth. Now, that same angel isn't faster from where I'm standing right now. That's true. Now, it's not me. It's you. There was a pillar of God who loved the pillar of angels. I'm glad it didn't know that. A pillar of God. Is that right? Who was that pillar of God? God. The angel of the covenant was left behind. He was with Moses and Moses. He's got a poor angel in there by hand. He was the eye hand. Now, if he did the same, he'd still be a sin. In the last half of the pillar of God, Paul saw him when he was on the road to Damascus. Is that right? He said, he said, I come from God, I go back to God. The world won't see me, but you will see me. Now, I want to talk to you, woman, with the contact of spirit. Now, if the last individual did the same miracle here between this one and mine, or if any of you sitting out there, no matter who you are, if you will look this way and believe that I've told you the gospel truth, I will show you that the Holy Spirit is speaking right back. Now, that is a real challenge, and I'm sure this is a instance as this brethren fact that I'm saying is on the same that it is at this moment. Our Peter told the truth and told a lie, and God got to be the one who vindicated. Would you like to come take the place? Put yourself up here now. You have to know. So do you want me to tell which doctors and everything? The other nations. I just to speak to the lady a moment. Just like our Lord Jesus spoke to the woman, he was God. I'm just his spirit. But there were people who said the same thing. Will ever rise in here to split the meaning that you believe he's raised from the dead and can will accept it ever be? I see that because he said his words were spoken. I can hear her, and I have nothing to do with her own faith if he was even if she spoke. It's your faith. But now I have the spirit. See, no one can save you if you're lost. Jesus already did that. No one can heal you if you're sick. Jesus already did that. It's your personal faith in the city's work that does the work. But now, the woman standing before me just now, she's aware that something is going wrong. If the woman can still, she knows that the opportunity her and I are the angel of the Lord. A woman, if you the feeling that you have is she's never heard before, that's why they were You come from the west and north. You come from the state of Ohio. You got a throat condition. Hands are bad. Black is shattered to death. That's the first of the Lord. You believe now? Now, look at me, something you're told. Come here this morning, I'll pray. Now, Heavenly Father, I pray that in the name of your Son, the Lord Jesus, that you will bless this woman and heal her, and may this shadow of death be taken from her, and may she live for God's glory in the name of his holy son, Jesus, our heaven. Amen. I hope you can still have me rejoice in praising God's righteous testimony for the glory of God. Would you come, ladies? Everyone, have faith. 
Or something about you. But you know that I don't know. So you have to know some supernatural power. Now what you determine to do will determine what you do. You're supposed to But you're suffering your very nature. I see you upset. Walking back and forth, you're weird about it. Now, see, you're holding your thoughts with a heart trouble. You have a heart trouble, don't you? That's the truth, right? That's what goes so along. You know what I mean? All right. Knowing the country now, the state of it, knowing the truth, are trying to encourage my faith for you. Run from them, make a son of God, so it's working with God, come and you're in them. That's what the thing can do to kill us. So if I don't, I lose. One thing can no longer settle up for us one day. There's something else to be unloaded. You're not finished yet. There's something you started to desire in your heart. And that's when you're so anxious and trying to draw from the Spirit of God. There's no doubt. Because it's about somebody else. And that person has her trouble also. And it's your husband. And it's an obstacle. That is true. And it's a spiritual vision. With a heart that has been moved. That's what's going to belong. Heavenly Father. I pray for divine mercy for this case. May it be granted tonight through Jesus Christ, my Son. Amen. No doubt. No envy, all things, for all things are possible. So I'm not in you. How do you know me? I'm a stranger to you. I don't know you know
were searching for God. Walk with God. And you also are in need of a deep, deep walk with God. And when you go, go get through your question and do everything you can to go down, the best way to follow Jesus to the platform has gone down. Your faith has gone down. I go rejoicing. And God is still a little bit in there. Just so you can lose your body.